0: Welcome to episode 22 for Tuesday, November 17th, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. Today we'll be covering Style 19C, American Brown Ale. Bienvenidos a Brewstyles. Welcome to Brewstyles. My name is Eddie, and together with Chris, Travis, and Sawyer, we take on the roll of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Bruce Styles. How's everyone doing today?
1: Doing great. Thank you, Eddie. Pretty good. All right. Pretty good. Glad to be here in our gorgeous new studio, in uh, <laughs> beautiful downtown Arlington, Texas. Downtown. We are in downtown. Looking out the downtown? the window on the on the skyline. It's it's it's, it's incredible. It's yeah, my
2: fence. <laughs> <laughs> There's some tall nice trees fence, though. It's a new fence. Yeah. yeah. And no, today, uh,
0: nice Sir Car is going to join us, <laughs> or oh. will be joining us. Is joining yeah. us.
2: Yeah, he's here. Hey, so, Scar. What's up? Here.
3: Hello, Governor. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> I mean, hey, yo, what's up? Oh, that's better. Oh, okay. wow. You <clears throat> went full on.
0: <laughs> Eddie's full on Mexican today. I am. I brought my head and everything. <laughs> yep. That's a sweet vest. <laughs> Thank you. I can carry a lot of, I can carry a lot of ammo in this thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: anyway.
3: Hola, <laughs> Eddie.
4: So.
2: I don't get it. So what? What are we currently What's drinking up? right this second? Oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Daybreak. <laughs> I think we're all drinking Daybreak. Okay, good. I think
3: y'all are behind. Travis and I are right on point. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Sakar okay. so was with us last week when uh, we were joined by Killer Kellison, but uh, we didn't have enough guest mics, so he wasn't able to, to be on recording. But he's here again with us this week. We're glad he can come back. And he's wearing the exact same shirt he wore last week, so I don't think yeah. he ever left, <laughs> actually.
2: Wait, you were wearing that last week? No. Oh. monster oh. car.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. You were wearing that last week? Is that Every... This? Cowboys game, actually. Oh, okay. So, do you enough. wash it? I makes sense. I
2: do wash it. <laughs> okay.
3: I'm just curious.
1: Just Febreze it and toss it in the closet. Yeah, that's what I do right. Well,
3: they're losing, so you always wash after they lose anyway. So mm. oh, It's, I, I, it's when a team gets on a winning streak that oh, you don't really change what you're doing. Gross.
2: Yeah, I
0: don't own a jersey, so I don't. <laughs> mean neither. I don't
2: either. I don't even really watch sports. <laughs> and <laughs> and you're yet you're doing football, really though. well in fantasy football. I do not get that. Yeah, I'm seven and one. Yeah, how you do a Sawyer? <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I have like three players out and I just don't care anymore. <laughs> what is fantasy
0: football? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, you're going to go full
0: on Mexican today, aren't you? Holy cow. <laughs> I can get real country of any Mexican.
2: <laughs> you know what you sound like? Who? That guy on that 70s show? Oh, Fez? Yeah, that's what you sound like just then. That's
0: what I try to go for. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny right there.
2: What's up, Travis? You're being quiet today. Yeah, what's wrong
1: with you? Uh, I'm actually not hungover for the first time no, ever. I don't so this think is kind Sawyer of a, is either. I'm not hungover either. Mm-hmm. I five. It's, a, it's a weird.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's not wearing his sunglasses, so I'm sure all the colors are different in here than they
2: usually are. Yeah, it's very vibrant. Maybe he'll actually be able to see what copper looks like. What's copper? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: Copper versus amber.
2: Yeah. But we're talking about browns today, so it's hope- yellow. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't come into any uh Oh, copper browns. Okay. Yeah, we're browns. So. <laughs> brown? Brown. What?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yes, brown.
1: I wore a brown shirt today.
0: I didn't know. know that. I have a brown vest.
2: Oh. I'm wearing my shirt. Oh, yeah. I hope you're wearing a shirt. <laughs> Are you wearing pants too? <laughs> Can't see under the table. Yeah. He may not be. <laughs> that's the idea, right? He may not want
3: to. All
2: right, who's going to look? The relaxed episode of Brew Style. Nose goes. Oh, what? sample. Wait, what? What are we doing? Sample's you got to look it. into the table oh, for no. Travis's pants. Uh, there's a leg in the way. The table. I can't see uh, that part. It's not my leg, though. Oh, it's a table leg. That, that's, a third leg. That's my tripod mine. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: All right, well, we are talking about the American Brown Ale today. And I believe Chris is going to spend a little bit of time talking about what it is
2: and what it isn't. Okay, so 19C American Brown Ale. Oh, a malty. wait.
1: Wait, by the way, did you like our new intro, everybody? We recorded a new intro. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And in the intro, we do say that we're on Google Play, but nice. as of this moment, they don't actually have the podcast section up yet. Yeah. They put out a call for, uh, for submissions, and we did that, and we were accepted. So as soon as it does go live, we'll be part of the first wave.
2: So all you Android <coughs> peeps will be able to subscribe and and listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Check out our site. Opening a whole new <laughs> yeah. market. Yeah, uh, we're also on Stitcher, which I think we've been on Stitcher since the beginning. But all it does is really mm. just pull
3: from iTunes, so it doesn't really. Hmm. So, whatever. but if you use Stitcher, go
2: yeah, ahead. Some sure. people do use Stitcher. Honestly, so I've never used Stitcher.
3: Android users actually listen to y'all. If yeah. We knew about it.
2: Yeah, because they have. There's a Stitcher app.
4: Mm.
1: but definitely subscribe yes go sub, check sub, sub.
2: click the subscribe button and uh, leave us some comments that'd be awesome and reviews
0: we yep. talk about Travis's shirt or his pants yes. or his lack of pants or my vest
2: or that nasty hat oh my gosh that too the one that you can get syphilis from apparently yeah. I like your hat. You that clear up yeah the hat. we'll see what we get I'll reach towards the he I was didn't. careful not to I didn't really it. have to reach into the hat. You might want to wash your hands later. Probably yeah. will I'll have to burn this paper.
4: <laughs>
2: that syphilis clear up for you, Sawyer? Yeah, I'm good to go. Right, cool. Don't want it to, you know, affect the baby at all. So.
0: <sighs> oh yeah, you could also comment on Sawyer's baby. I'm, I'm not either. pregnant.
2: So leave mean? a comment on what you think Sawyer should name his baby. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You should just put a poll. <laughs> we should, or like, like we we just need to put like several different names up on the website, and people can. No, uh, I, I I'd like to see what our listeners come up with. Oh, really? I, okay. I want some original ideas here. That would be funny. All right, well, be sure to email me if it's a girl. You could call it the salty lady, uh, uh, uh.
3: <laughs> or Cole Brown. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
3: a contradiction, though.
2: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends on what color the name. baby comes out. <laughs> Anyway,
1: <laughs> all right. it's yellow.
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry for the interruption. Let's get back to our regularly scheduled
2: programming. 19C, the American Brown Ale. A malty but hoppy beer, frequently with chocolate and caramel flavors. The hop flavor and aroma complements and enhances the malt rather than clashing with it. Really, this is going to be very similar to the English Brown episode that we did um, a while back. However, we have talked before about how a lot of the American beer styles stem from the uh, European counterpart. So it is going to be very similar, but the American version is going to be a little bit more hop-forward. So in the aroma section on the guidelines, it talks about how hop aroma is typically low to moderate of almost any variety that complements the malt. Some interpretations of the style may feature a stronger hop aroma an American or New World hop. So we're going to get citrus, fruit, tropical, things like that. Uh, or fresh dry hopped aroma. So you're not going to get, really get any um, hop or dry hop stuff with the English brown, but with the American brown that is allowable. So it's going to be kind of in your face, hoppy. No. Oh, just it, more than the, I mean said, more. low to moderate. Oh, sorry. I, I was adjusting. <laughs> <my> <laughs> Wait, to, stand. way to pay attention. Sorry. I was adjusting my stand. Thank you for, it's not going to be like a black IPA. Okay. It's going to be still primarily malty, but you're going to have a little bit more hop aroma, a little more hop flavor.
1: Mm, Okay. And the American strain hops rather than the English. Right, right. So you're
2: going to get citrus fruit, tropical things like that, as opposed to the woody, earthy, uh, floral type stuff. You would think that would be a strange uh, uh, flavor profile for a brown. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. It's not so hoppy that... Well, no, I'm just talking about just the... The citrusy stuff, fruity stuff. Yeah, with the well, brown, the the malts are still going to dominate, but true. So we'll see how how much it actually comes through. Right. Um, the dark malt character is more robust than other brown ales, but it's not quite a porter. Mm-hmm. So it's still going to be a little bit on the heavier side of of the malt. You know, the the famous word in BJCP is balanced. So we'll see how balanced it actually is. Oh, I mean, not harmonious. Right. Okay. Harmonious marriage. Yeah. Appearance light to very dark brown color. Clear, low to moderate, off-white to light tan head. So very similar to the English brown. Mm-hmm. Flavor will be very similar to the aroma. Um, medium to moderately high, malty, sweet, multi-rich flavor with chocolate, caramel, nutty, and or toasty malt. With medium to medium-high bitterness. So maybe the hot part of the American brown is more bitterness, not so much flavor. Mm-hmm just to kind of balance out the malty sweetness a little bit. Because those um, the English browns were very malty, almost coffee-like toasted. Uh, if you remember, the Turbo Dog, that's the one that jumps out in my mind. Yeah. That was very coffee-like. Yeah. Um, the Sir Williams was kind of more on the, uh, the toasty, malty side. Mm-hmm. So we actually have one of those again so we can compare them. After we drink our American browns, we'll go back to the English brown and see how it's different. Okay. Most commercial American browns are not as aggressive as the original home-brewed versions and some modern craft-brewed examples. There so, we go. We might get a wide range um, depending on who brewed what. Mm-hmm. I'm so, excited then. This is going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, there's definitely many times that I've gone to a bar and ordered what has been described as a hoppy brown. Yeah. Which... Um, I was interested to learn in the new 2015 guidelines, in the specialty IPA category, they actually have a brown IPA category. Yes. Mm. And so that would be for the ones that are very much hop forward. I think with this style, it can be a little hop forward, but uh, should be more closer to a balance. Right. So we'll see.
3: Yeah, when my family was actually developing this beer, you know, We, um, (laughs) we just wanted to take like an English spin on it. (laughs) <laughs> I really like the English version of it, but you know we're Americans, so we figure we would just give it a more American spin.
2: When did you do this?
3: You know, early on.
2: Well, like how early, like nineteen nineties,
3: two thousand. Don't judge me. I'm just asking. No, really, just early trying. on, man. It, it's just been passed on the line, you know. Okay. The American brown. I just
2: didn't know if you had a definitive date or whatever.
3: <clears throat> World War Two. World War Two. Yeah, because okay.
1: that's when usually everything changed.
2: War. At least as far as beer. What is it considered. good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Except for beer. It's good for yeah. beer. Oh, yeah. It's great for beer. <laughs> or bad. Well, depending on which side <clears throat> of the war you're on, I guess. So, is that it? Red or blue? See, Okay. Well, thank you, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, beer. Okay. Anyway. So, on to the next thing, I guess. It's the time for trivia? It is time for trivia. Trivia. Ta-da-da. So, do we need to re-explain the rules? If you know get, the answer, say beer. Okay. And then just take a drink if you yep. don't answer in time or get the answer wrong. Yep. Cool. Yeah, beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't read the question yet. Okay, No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> you can't use the drops to call in.
1: That would take longer, it seems <laughs> like. So my cerveza drop doesn't work now? No. Oh.
2: <laughs> okay. So, trivia for the brown. Well, really, American brown. But this is going to tie into the, the English side of things, too. Brown. Brown. Anyways. Okay, question number one. When did brewers really start brewing dark beers in London? A. 2014. B. 1990. <laughs> C. The 1720s. Or D. Last Thursday at the bar? Beer. Cerveza. I heard Chris first. <laughs> I'm going to go with answer choice C. 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 See? That's See? right. That, that's See? correct. See? So everyone needs to take a drink that didn't answer that question, which is everyone but Chris. Mm. Yay. Which I'll take a drink. Can we still take a drink? Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Savor <laughs> the moment as the raging hop character engages the Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> we were all drinking an Imperial. Yes. So we're yes. savoring the moment. This is the, this is the Imperial Texan from mm. Martin House Brewing. Mm. Fort Worth, Texas. One of my faves. Not a brown. Yeah. Red. They have really good beer. Brown. They do. Okay. So, one point to Chris. Yay. All right. Question number two. The term brown ale or brown beer came along in the 1740s, but was used to describe what style of beers? A. Blonde. B. Any beers with paradise seeds. C. It's a Trappist. Or D. Porters and Stouts. Cerveza. Yes, it's a card. <laughs> Racist D. <laughs> yes, that is correct. D is the correct answer. Porters and stouts. Mm, right. Hooray. That, I don't do like you it. use paradise seeds in this <laughs> beer? No. I might try that. We'll see. I don't think it would come through. Eh, maybe if you use a ton of them. I don't know. You guys really up the numbers. A pound of paradise seeds. <laughs> oh.
0: Two thousand pounds of paradise seeds. That's literally just, a ton.
2: Just put it in the grain bill. <laughs> that's that's yeah okay. Yeah yeah no yeah <laughs> no. Okay. <clears throat> okay.
1: One point, Chris. One point, cigar.
2: Yes. Everyone else zero. Question number three: When did the porter slash stout slash brown ale? Have a falling out due to the popularity of the pale ale. Can you read that again? Yeah, sorry. Let me <laughs> slow that down. They didn't when like each other? did the porter slash stout slash brown ale have a falling out due to the popularity of the pale ale as like as a whole? Was it A, 1850, B, 2017, <laughs> C, 1919, or D, IDK, my BFF Jill? Cerveza. What? Wait, read that last one again. Answer choice D is IDK, my BFF, Jill. <laughs>
1: I'm going to say beer. <laughs> Travis. Answer choice A, please.
2: That is correct. Answer choice A, 1850. Oh, thank you. The pale ale became so popular that these darker beers went away. They had no a falling out? Like, they didn't like each other? Yeah, from popularity. They didn't like to party? No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Threw me off
3: with the 1919. Yeah, me too. It's more <laughs> yeah. To me. Yeah. I was
2: starting off with the IDK. My BFF Jill. Yeah, have you not seen that commercial? No, it was no. an old, it was old a commercial, very, very old commercial. Yeah, uh, AT and T. I use that all the time. I, yeah, he said it a couple weeks ago when we did pumpkin ale. Right, I did. I must have missed that because I don't remember that either. No, mm-hmm. oh. we were drinking quite a bit. Yeah, but you weren't drunk. No. Travis and you I y'all were, were drunk. drunk. I was probably just over in the corner shaking my head at the two of you. You I mean, yes. I think we both were. <laughs> yeah okay
1: <laughs> we use a lot of acronyms on this show so
2: bjcp style guidelines BJCP. <laughs> <laughs> all right so one point travis one point sakar one point chris eddie zero come on eddie i keep
0: saying beer but no
2: <laughs> you say cerveza
0: that's what i said
2: beer welcome what to america
3: <laughs> hey eddie what style are we covering today
2: brown <laughs> but <Badown? laughs> what is but <badown? laughs> I didn't know you could spell brown with a D. Mm. Is that our $10 word for the day? <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, okay. no. No. Okay. Question number four. When did the Brown Ale make a comeback, and who is to thank for the comeback? A, 1988 and Martin House. B, 1955 and Deep Ellum. C, 2010 and Division. Or D, 1927 and Newcastle Breweries. Oh, gee, Cereza. I wonder which one that one could be. Cereza. Okay, Eddie, I'll give it to you this one time since you can't learn to say beer in English. <laughs> Speak of in
0: English. Uh, I'm going to go with the Mexican Revolution. Oh,
2: my God. That's not an answer choice. Drink a beer. Okay. <laughs> beer. Yes, Chris. I'm go D d yes you want the d i want the d
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes that is correct d 1927 we
4: did not check the explicit box <laughs>
2: still gonna drink a beer 1927 slash newcastle breweries
0: i cannot believe i got it wrong
2: all right <laughs> two points to chris total one to Sarkar, one to travis and zero to eddie c negative one because you got it wrong yeah i agree so you're at negative one oh that's that's like a first Time thing for this? No, we've missed answers before. We've got negative numbers. I don't know about negative numbers. What... We've missed. This was before you had one obvious correct choice, and all the rest of them ridiculously incorrect. Oh. No, I've done ridiculous answer choices. Well, yeah, but they weren't all ridiculous except for the right one. Well, I thought this would be entertaining. It's like the easiest quiz in the world. I know, but that's why it's entertaining (laughs) just to hear the answer choices. (laughs) Until you start going answer choice E, A and B. (laughs) Answer choice F, C and D. (laughs) Just just wait. Answer choice G. All of the above. Just wait. wait. Answer choice H. None of the above. (laughs) We don't have enough time in our podcast for that. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait, my friend. Oh gosh. Okay. Number five. When did the American Brown come to be? A. Nineteen fifties. B the nineteen nineties. C in the year two thousand whatever that is. From Conan. And D for the explanation there. The nineteen eighties. Beer. Travis. I'm gonna say the nineteen fifties. That is actually incorrect.
0: Oh, oh. Bow, bow, bow. So you'll
2: lose a point. He's back to zero.
1: I thought his Newcastle answer earlier was from the 1950s.
4: Nope.
2: Man, I'm a beer? Yes. The answer choice D. That is correct. 1980s. The 1980s. You like the D. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he does like the D. Okay. Here we go. Number 80s, six. 80s was a fun time. Home brewers <laughs> from which state are responsible for bringing the brown ale back and putting a slight spin on the European style? A, Texas. B, California. C, Mexico, which isn't even a state. <laughs> Way to go, Eddie. <laughs> and D, Texas and California. New Mexico is a state. What? New Mexico's a state. Yes, but I said Mexico. <laughs> Cerveza. Okay, Eddie. C. No, it's not Mexico. Here. <laughs> yes, a car. A, Texas. No, that's incorrect. Beer, Travis B, California. No, that's not
1: correct either. Oh my god,
2: Chris, Uh, I'm going to go with answer choice C, Alex. That was Mexico. That was Mexico, and that's wrong. Everyone, take a drink. Everyone should take a drink. Hold on. What was the? What was it? Um, The one that was Texas and California. D. (laughs) Yes, it is answer choice D, Texas and California. Mixed up. Dang. Okay, that was
3: the ironic part about that one. So let's let's <laughs> recap here. <laughs> the one tile you were supposed to choose, to eat. <clears throat> Sawyer yeah. says, "Ha, got you got it, it
2: wrong. So you have to take away a point, two. right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're down to one point, right? Two. No, two. No, you're down to two. Okay, you're now at two. two. He's at zero. And he's at negative one. And he's at negative one. <laughs> <laughs> one. Negative two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He is at negative two. two. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mexico. Okay. Mexico. I do have a bonus question. A tiebreaker. <clears throat> okay. Oh. And this has nothing to do with this style, but it has to do about beer. So why did the name Pabst Beer change to Pabst Blue Ribbon? Oh I noticed. No answer choices? No, no answer choices. It won an award, like at the state fair or something. Do you know what year? No. Beer. Sir Car.
3: It won an award at a state fair.
2: But do you know what year? But I said I just said that. You didn't I say did beer. say oh. beer. Does anyone know the year? 1986
4: 1986.
2: No (laughs) Okay since Chris said it first This point's going to go to him
3: (laughs) But he didn't buzzer in He didn't
2: Oh that's true So that has to go to Sir Carr because (laughs) he said beer So the year The the reason it changed Because it was the first beer to win a blue ribbon At the Chicago World's Fair in
4: 1893
2: Yay And this has been I got three of those numbers right (laughs) <laughs> yep, you did. Didn't It's <laughs> the fourth. <clears throat> if and only you had order <laughs> buzzed in. But that has been another round of beer trivia, and our guest won. Yes, yes our guest did win.
3: Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. first time. All right.
1: <clears throat> well, we are going to take a quick break and get our beers lined up for our lovely tasting section.
3: Oh uh, yeah.
2: All right, well, our first example is our BJCP classic example, and it is Moose Drool Brown Ale from Big Sky Brewing in Missoula, Montana. Montana? Wow. So you're all about to drink some Moose Drool. Like Tony Montana? (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: I think this is the first time that we featured a
2: a Big Sky. Has Mm -hmm. anyone been to Montana before? I wish I had. Mm,
3: Travis, you? I was actually just. No, you went to Colorado. What? I was actually just there in January. Really? Awesome.
2: Yeah. That's cool. Is it nice up there? It is very nice. How does it smell?
3: Uh, <laughs> it smells like the earth. Because it's like between oh. the mountains so it's uh, like a huge bowl for what? the most part. Mm. So smoke gets trapped and stuff like that.
4: Mm
0: Yeah. smell? Yeah, I mean Montana is just full of trees and stuff. It's not a lot of cities like here. So How does it smell? Trees? Yeah, it's got a different aroma. It has to have a different aroma. It's full of trees? And they have moose. Exactly. Imagine all the moose farts.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> trapped in a bowl. It's like a fart in a jug. What's plural for moose? Moose,
3: moose. is still moose. moose. Eye.
2: Mises. Meese. Meese. That sounds like mice. A flock yeah. of meese.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I was in
1: Wyoming this summer. Oh, okay. I Not it was Colorado, uh, Montana, which <laughs> is very close. Yeah, Yellowstone is actually a portion of it is in Montana. We didn't go up that way though. Ah.
4: Mm-hmm. See, I knew
2: you went up there somewhere. I was actually in Missoula. Really? Did you go to Big Sky? <laughs> nope. Maybe you should have. <coughs>
4: mm. Missed <out. laughs> Road trip. Know, Are
2: we going to do a, a northern state tour of breweries? To yeah, as Colorado. long as we do our European tour okay. like we were talking about. Yeah, Maybe we should start with the states, though. <laughs> a little closer. I don't know. A $69 we, one-way flight to Europe? That's true. If we do
0: that, I'm buying a trailer home. Like, just a small one. A trailer home? Yes. <laughs> and then I'm going to travel... And then come back. And Are you going to have again? one
2: of those um, stickers of all the U.S. states where you put the color of the sticker and when you've been once you've been in that state?
0: I'm, I'll have them <laughs> on my door at home. <laughs> once I buy a house, I'll save all the stickers.
2: Stickers, <laughs> <laughs> stickers, stickers. Well, anyway, go ahead and crack industrial. it open. Oh my god! It's in a bottle. We've already poured and it. And
1: the color is not brown, but it is a orange. Hardly orange. any like head clear. retention. I'd say like it's a dark orange.
4: I'd go with uh, copper.
0: I, go I would go with
2: would go amber. With amber, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't really get a lot of orange. Well,
1: I'm looking into the light. So I get mine is quite orange. I get nuts in
2: the aroma. Not <laughs>
0: brown. <laughs> no, I, I get. Uh, I actually get the citrus hop aroma. I mean, I get that too, but that's the the biggest one that stands out to me as nuts. Okay. <laughs>
4: Yeah.
1: I mean, I think I would agree with that. Slightly nutty. Uh, <laughs> definitely has a malty.
0: I, see, I, like I said, I, I don't pick up the malt very much. I, I get more of the hops.
2: I get more nuts. Did you rinse from the Imperial Texan?
0: No, that, I think that's the issue. <laughs> but No, but even then, it, it,
2: it, I already kind of swirled it around. And... I didn't yeah. rinse either, so yeah, cheers the, to that, my friend. Did you wash your hands after you went to the bathroom? I didn't go to the bathroom. Oh, you said you smelled nuts, so I in <laughs> <And> the beer,
3: <laughs> you take the beer so into the, the restaurant These gear? were actually brewed with nuts.
2: Well, it's it's more of a a byproduct of the malt they use. Okay, like toasted nuts. Right. There you are, are like some beers
1: in the style beers. that are called nut browns, and yeah, and
2: they'll have some brewed
3: with nuts, brewed with nuts, like yeah. pecans and walnuts and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. They put assume.
2: the the nuts in the mash or in the mm-hmm. boil. I think it would hurt in the boil. It would probably hurt in both of them, but. Yeah, I don't want to. I, don't, I wouldn't want to put my nuts in in the boil. Wait, we're not talking about that. That's, that's, no, I meant the ones disgusting. I buy from the store. Oh, okay. So would you put the nuts in the mash or the boil? Probably the mash. Let them sit. I would think Or in secondary. <sighs> uh, fermentation? I think the boil might just burn that flavor away. The oil on the nuts, though, would affect your head retention. Yes. Right. Very much so. So I don't know how that would. Anyway, we're not talking about <laughs> nut brown. We're talking about the American yeah. brown. Okay. <laughs> in our nut brown episode, maybe we'll delve into how they use there's, nuts.
1: There's no nut brown style. <laughs> <laughs> nut browns can fall into the American beer brown category, Do we though. have a nut brown? Yes. Oh. We do. Well, then we'll talk about it when we break the I nut That's I brought brown. it up, <laughs> Man, we need somebody to, like, have a little bell to ring every time we get off topic.
0: <laughs> nah. I kind of want to pick one up. That'd
2: just, that just <laughs> yes. be fun. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. We'd be dinging a lot.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the signal
1: when we need to get back on topic. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> anyway, well,
0: like I said, the aroma I pick up the most is the citrus hops. Mm, I get the
2: malt. Yeah, I get the malt slash the nuts. It's kind of toasty, roasty. Or it may just be confusing. A
1: little much. thin in the mouthfeel. Mm hmm.
2: I wouldn't, I, yeah, I, this is almost really thin. Yeah, it is pretty thin. I would not call this medium bodied. No. Mm hmm. No. <laughs> it's kind of no. carbonation level's pretty low too. Yes. <clears throat> no. No head mm. retention.
0: I get I get a chocolatey uh aftertaste
2: mm. Mine, mm. <laughs> Like full on chocolate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, just
1: L- lightly bitter on the finish. Mm. Like uh but a, a toasted bitterness, not a choppy a bitterness.
2: Slightly dry, <laughs> not yeah, overly dry. dry though. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was actually expecting a little bit more malt flavor out of it. It's pretty... I mean, the thin-bodied and the flavor is real subdued.
1: Yeah, it's, it's restrained. <clears throat> is there an
2: expiration date on this beer? Usually, you would think that the malty beers <clears throat> get better with age. Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, if I'm reading this correctly, it says twelve o three fifteen. 15 go. Cool. I think that's what it is, because... Got the batch number, I guess, uh, on above it, but I think it's, it says twelve oh three fifteen. It's getting too small for you to read. Oh yeah, I see it now. Yeah, no, it's just not written like a date. It's just the numbers look like they might be. A yeah, date. Ah. no dashes or slashes. One two zero three one five. Anyway,
1: cool. Okay, well I see why this is the uh, commercial example because it fits in with a lot of things that they talked about in the guidelines. Mm-hmm. That yeah. it's yeah. it's not going to be nearly as aggressive as some of the original homebrewed versions and uh, rather than the hoppier stronger ones that we've that we see with uh, other like homebrew styles so yeah this one's definitely very subdued it it would increase the poundability rating quite a bit yeah Yeah. and uh, we had some confusion on that last week with uh, Jason he brought up some confusion so I thought we should go ahead and define what we think poundability means it's not a rating for how good or how bad the beer is it's you know which is kind of funny because our whole podcast is about studying for the BJCP, which is all about assigning numbers <laughs> and scores, and, well, and we don't do any of that. All we do is this uh, superfluous poundability rating.
2: Yeah, well, it's short. kind of funny because the, the poundability rating came in around the Fest beer episode because the whole reason they changed to the lighter Fest beer was because it was more poundable. Right. So when we're drinking these beers, like the the pumpkin beers, oh, the poundability rating was pretty low on. Most of those. And the pepper beer, the poundability rating was really low. Those beers are not brewed to be poundable. So we give it a low poundability rating, and it's kind of a negative connotation, but it's not the no, point not. of it at you all. You know, it's just how fast you can drink it. You yeah. know How easy it is going down, can you pound it? It's It's like, you know, for those of you that have had, you know, blonde versus stout, for example... Mm-hmm. Blondes are really easy to chug, you know. But when you get to the stout, you just want to enjoy the flavors, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's More like just, Eddie wants to enjoy the flavors of the pepper beer. Yeah, the oh, ghost face yeah. Killer.
0: <laughs> well, see, I can pound those. Uh,
2: I don't know how you do that. I pounded two of them. Yeah, yeah. Because Fred and I both poured ours into your glass, and you're just like, Done. "That's going to be a drop <laughs> next week." You can pound that one I better. I pounded than most. two of them. Yeah, did your dad, I really did. Well, did your I, dad, I, dad pound one too.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Father and son pounding. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: How did he like that beer?
0: Hey, he thought it was interesting. He'd never had a beer like that obviously. So, you know, he's just like, "Wow, that really does taste like pepper."
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, that's that's an interesting point because when I ran into uh our, our buddies from our at Total Wine last night, uh Randy and all them, they had no idea that there was such thing as a chili pepper beer.
0: Yeah. I'd never heard of it.
2: I was like, "You need to go to Martin House and get Salsa Verde. That was delicious." They're good beer. Yeah. Yeah. So the But they're cool.
0: Yeah, my dad thought it was interesting. He tried it. He liked it. You know, it is definitely one of those that he wouldn't drink more than one <laughs> at uh, you know in a night. Sure, but I would. <laughs> of course, you <he> would.
1: <laughs> so, for the purposes of our podcast, a poundability rating is how each person would individually say how easy they could drink it quickly, right. mass quantities of it quickly,
4: i.e. pound. I mean.
1: Yes.
3: Ie slamming it. Slamming yes.
1: So I would put this one at a seven point five for <laughs> myself.
3: Be points.
2: Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would probably say seven for this one. Yeah, I go with seven. It's it's pretty.
0: It's easy pretty on uh, The.
2: Uh... Uh, oh. My poundability rating is a seven. <laughs> <laughs> are we Are we doing this? No. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Jason's bad habits. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh.
2: So, pretty good. Um, flavor's a little lower than what I was expecting. Yeah. It is what it is, I guess. We'll um, see how the others compare. Yeah. And then we have an English one to try, too. english uh, E. english E. Yeah. <laughs> an American in the English style. Yeah. Okay. And we have a double brown, too, so that'll oh, be Oh, did you get the double brown? Yeah. Oh, Which one are we going to try next? Oh, yes. Uh... Travis, let's do yours. What'd you bring us?
1: Well, our next beer comes from a brewery which has a very interesting interesting name in history. It's uh, called the Schmaltz Brewing Company. And this is the the Messiah Hebrew Net Brown Ale. So everything about their, like every beer that they release, it has a, a Jewish connotation to it. Uh-huh. And this one is included. Obviously, it uh, says it won a silver medal at the World Beer Championships. And uh, as far as their, their history, I know that they started off as a contract brewery with uh, with somebody, I think it was in, well, they're in New York now, so it might have been somebody in New York that they would pay to, you know, they could brew their beer at somebody else's brewery and then release it under their label. Nice. But then uh, it was like two or three years ago, they said that they were going to break away from that, have their own standalone brewery, and they, their first beer was the called the Death of the Contract Brewer. And then that's kind of how they open up their new operations in their new brewery. But uh, this will be their nut brown ale. I don't believe it's actually brewed with nuts. It says uh, malt specialty two-row, carapils, dark crystal, chocolate caramunic 60, and kiln amber. And three hops, warrior cascade
2: and liberty.
3: Yeah, so no nuts. So then with that being said, um, how do they bring out the nut flavor? Because all those ingredients you just read out are brewed within... You know several different beers it's
2: the malty
1: yeah there's going to be stuff well i don't know which one but but certain malts are going to have more of a a nutty character to them
2: which caramel did you say that it wasn't it
1: it's got is it 60 cara munich okay 60 yeah
0: so that could be it it definitely has a a stronger malt aroma than the last one did okay i pick it up a lot more than the hops i barely pick up the hops
1: i see this dark color Mm -hmm. um we're darker than the first one. Held yes. in the window, it's got some ruby mm-hmm. highlights to
2: it. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot darker. Oh yeah, I definitely pick up the malt slash the nuts and the aroma. Uh, yeah, I get, mm. I get lots of nuts. Yeah, you but get you lots do. of nuts. I get lots of nuts. Maybe a, do. a touch of coffee, but only only a faint. Yeah, hint. I agree with that too. But you know what? I like that though. Mm-hmm. That's I love that. There's darker a beers. there's a little bit more roasty toasty in the flavor. Yeah. The body's yeah. higher than the moostrol, yeah. But it's heavier, not. It's I mean. not much higher. No, it it does have some more carbonation to it too. Yeah, just I like a little. The, I like yeah. The of this one. It doesn't hang around for very long though. Mm-hmm. When you swirl it up a little bit. Honestly, I like this one a lot better than the roll. I do too. Yeah. It's got more flavor. And it, does, does like.
0: it doesn't have a bitter aftertaste. At least not to me. It, it's got an aftertaste. It's just not bitter like mm-hmm. the last one was. It, it's not dry either.
2: Uh, I, you know what though? I think that that would
0: make this one really poundable. If it was dry, or that it isn't. <laughs> it isn't.
2: Oh, yeah. I would be interested yeah. to see the IBU numbers on the two to compare them. To see which one is... I don't... I don't. There was nothing written on the Moose roll, There's not even an ABV on there. 5.2. What? You're getting old. 5.2. Oh. 5.2 okay. ABV on this one as well. Okay. Oh. So alcohol is the same. I'm coming to, to find see. that
3: I like the American styles so far. You know, th- there hasn't
2: been a Hebrew <laughs> that I haven't liked.
1: Yeah, they have a really good IPA called Hot Mana. Uh-huh. That and one's good. yes, it's very, very well made, um, well crafted.
2: I've never had a
0: Messiah, so this one's pretty good.
1: Would you care for a little sermon? Yes, <laughs> since we're it, it is Sunday. Yeah, we need to bring little not Sunday, little word of God into our, our podcast. <clears throat> it's Tuesday, right? <laughs> but we can pretend, right? <laughs> this is written on the side of the bottle. Why is this beer different from all other beers? As commanded, we at Hebrew beers have been faithful and multiplied our offerings. Tradition teaches that the Messiah's name is Shalom. Which means peace. With your first sip of this rich, dark, and delicious libation, we hope to offer a momentary taste of microbrewed bliss. If you feel the sudden urge to beat your swords into plowshares, which is from Isaiah two four, or to picnic with the lion and the lamb, which is also Isaiah eleven six, rejoice. Now our award-winning brewers can't claim supernatural powers; simply a fanatical commitment to brewing world-class beers, a truly scrumptious mitzvah. Which means good deed. May your cups runneth over with the blessings of great beer and great shtick. To life. lachaim. Oh,
4: gosh. And then L'chaim. You're supposed to, you're supposed
1: L'chaim. to
2: L'chaim. Yeah. Oh, you have to have the little in there, right? <laughs> yeah. the, the phlegm.
3: Which is spelled L apostrophe C-H-A-I-M. L'chaim. L'chaim. Looks like sawyer That means no sword fighting.
1: Beat your swords into plowshares.
4: You saying. know, I, I was going to pear shares.
2: It's actually, it's you know, what it's really good, very flavorful. Yeah, but I it's like this one a lot. It's a little flat in my, for my, for what? my preference. There's not a
3: lot of carbonation. Children. Yeah,
2: no, it really isn't. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's the a little. Not supposed to be overly carbonated. I know, but I, I feel like it could still have just a hair more carbonation and be perfect. Mm, I like it just the way it is. I yeah. think if we pounded it,
0: uh, you'd get the <laughs> carbonation up front since you're pounding it.
2: Okay, fine. But, well, you don't have much left.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, like, as soon as you open the bottle, uh, it's just, like, open it and go for it. Because it, it did have a lot of combination at Okay, first, and now it's gone away. That it time, has, I got a little bit more.
2: It has more, a lot more than the Moose roll, yes, so that's for sure. Let's go around the table. Poundability rating. I could pound this one. I wouldn't want to. I just did. I'm just saying, I I like the flavor a lot. I would like to enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So this was more rich than
2: the drill. I put oh, it. yeah, yeah. I put it at a six. I yeah. was thinking about six. Also, yeah, I say six too, and I will not slam my glass down.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think I'd say at seven for this one because it's. I, I well, actually, I'd go up to an eight because I could find this if if like, I like was I interested I could, in the
2: flavor. Yeah. Could yeah. I would so. like to enjoy it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sir sure
3: I like this beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> not Sawyer. I 20. think I. would so right. be right with Eddie, you know because. Uh, i think what he was saying about it being dry and this one feels a little more soothing as it goes down yeah you know so it does add to the ability to just kind of chug it if you need to Um, even though you would like to enjoy the flavors and stuff like that the ability to actually chug it so if you're doing like a i don't know maybe a a stout you know that's going to be a lot more harder to chug versus this where it's just a little a little more watery it seems like
2: Uh, yeah yeah i agree you know, um, you know, it's so, like if if you were to put a temptress in front of me, there's no way in heck I'm going to try and chug that. No, it's like nine
3: percent that too. But it's... you know the the whole concept of poundability from the start before y'all even kind of defined it, I kind of took it as the ability to chug it if you needed to, which you would take into carbonation, carbonation for mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and that's uh, how thick the actual beer is itself, mm-hmm, right? Um, with it being you know, traditionally, more lighter beers are a little more easy drinking. Yeah. Um, versus the darker beers are a little more where you they're designed for you to sit back and savor a little bit more than the lighter beers. Yeah. Supposedly, you know, so like the cream ales that we were talking about, they were high in carbonation, but they were summer beers. You know, a little more refreshing, so on and so forth. And that's what I get out of these uh, the browns as well. At least the American brown is. You know, it, it does seem a little more watered down, so you're able to, you know, actually chug it if you needed to or wanted to and you could go through several of them in one sitting yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I think uh, I would be right there with Eddie you know the to the under well at least to my untrained palate you know it, it does seem like pretty easy drinking you know if you're trying to break into the style or make a transition from one style to another mm-hmm. this seems like a very good transition or even a beginner start beer oh, uh, boom, to people. Anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah so yeah. I mean <clears throat> when we talked about the um the poundability rating the first time for the Fest beer, thinking about it in the Oktoberfest fashion, didn't you think it would be more along the lines of being able to drink a lot of them in one sitting? Yeah. Not necessarily how fast you can chug it. Oh. Uh, because, I I don't know, it could go either way. Well, I, I think it has to go, so go either way. F- so far, we've, de- we've defined it as being able to chug it, but Sir Carr brings up a good point with just being able to Drink a lot of them in one sitting. I mean, the term we usually use for that is sessionable. But, you know, as far as Oktoberfest is concerned, they call it poundable.
3: Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, aren't those kind of one in the same? Because if you're chugging a lot of beers, you know, and you're able to actually do that, then that means that you're going to be drinking more beers in one sitting than the next person who's actually just drinking the beers.
2: I don't know. You know, it's like... You have to think about it, you know. Back in the college days, when we were all partying, you walk into a party, and be like, "Hey, man, let's chug some beer." I never did that. I mean, not chug some beer, but let's pound some beer. I never did that either. Well, I, I did mean, that kind of like the concept. Of Coming beer from pong, the only I guy don't. in here who did a keg stand. Uh, yeah, well, that, that was, was the same one time. Boston Lager. Oh, it was there. Boston Lager. That but was the most
3: disgusting. I still in want to do a keg
2: stand. I think that'd be awesome. I, I never had a keg
3: stand. Well, I mean, even at that, like I think most of us in here play beer pong, and it's kind of the same concept: is you that, you're pounding that beer back. Yeah. And you're going through, you know, anywhere between three and six beers, depending on how many, how, how, how much you,
2: you suck wanna. at beer pong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I, I love think, beer pong. Uh,
3: at least from my interpretation, you know, uh, the poundability rating would be a lot of how many you can do in one session, plus how quickly you can drink them at yeah. one time. Yeah. And for me, you know, these actually seem to be a lot easier to do. So I know what that is. <laughs> and
1: sikar brings up a, a really good point about poundability being more than just drinking it, because there's a lot of intangibles go with that carbonation level yeah. and the the flavors and things. So, there, yeah, there's a lot to think about when we're doing our poundability. Yep. What well, started off as a silly thing, now we haven't actually think about well, it. Well, you yeah. know,
2: it's also, I don't want people to get the idea that if we give something a low poundability rating that we don't like that beer. Oh, no, not, not at all. Because case at all. Because, like, we gave the pumpkin beers a look. Well, no, not really. It wasn't the pumpkin beers. It was the, the pepper beers. That's what it was. Yeah. And... Actually, I like, liked some of those beers. The habanero scorpion was fantastic. Yeah, I would not pound it though. I, the Billy's chilies, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I like that I, one too. Yeah, it. it, it remi- <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but it reminded me of like okay, for example, the next day I went to a Cheesecake Factory and had an omelet with uh, bell peppers in it, and it instantly reminded me of Billy's chilies. I was well, like, I, like I bell kind peppers of like a it, lot, but I, don't- I got bell peppers out of that like crazy. Yeah, it was kind of green, but anyway, I just. But I like that beer, even though I gave it a low palatability rating. Yeah,
3: you should do a beer with bell peppers and pepperoni.
2: Ooh, pepperoni! Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: sure the oils
2: huh? in the pepperoni would be a problem. You grease? <laughs> well, you <laughs> oils may, maybe you sit and put them in the fermenter. Still, the oils would be a problem. That's something you probably want to cook out. Okay, so I don't know. Put I, it in the bowl. I I haven't really experimented. Bowl, tramp. I want to get the uh, the book about radical homebrewing. I want to do a shrimp beer. beer. There's a lot of interesting things in there. Anyway, moving on. Ding. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I like this
1: beer. As do I. I, I think, like this beer. I think many of us put this one on top of the uh, the big sky.
2: Yes. Yeah. And we can actually pull the entire group because we're all here. I like your beer. I liked your beer. Oh my God. Also. I liked your beer. I like
4: this beer. <laughs>
2: I like this beer.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, that's right. I wasn't sorry, Eddie.
2: (laughs) Fail Sawyer. My bad. It's okay. I just got excited because (laughs) your car was (laughs) here.
4: He's
0: okay. High five.
2: High five. Oh, we'll get that better later.
0: Okay, that was a four. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: let's move
4: on to
0: our
1: next. Uh,
0: So this one's uh, Ellie's Brown Ale by Avery Brewing in uh, Boulder, Colorado. That's the one
2: with the dog on it, right? See, dog. This this one has bigger bubbles. It's a brown dog. I think it's Ellie. <laughs> the dog? <laughs> no, brown dog Ale. Mm.
0: I would we assume the a, dog's name
4: we is. We had a, a
2: dog Brown.
4: Oh, see look look before. at this. It says named uh, after
2: our
0: beloved chocolate lab. This beautiful deep russet brew is dominated by a chocolate and brown sugar maltiness with hints of vanilla and nuts, producing wow. a very smooth, well-balanced and quaffable brown ale.
2: Quaffable? Uh-huh. <laughs> We've so, used that word
0: before. Better $10 please. word for the day? We have? Yes. When?
2: Yeah. We used quaffable. Yeah. When? That was an episode with yeah. just Chris and I. Oh, that's why I don't remember that. Sorry. Right. Uh, oh, this
0: is uh, okay. brewed with Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, hops, and yeast.
2: So is this as cold as the Rockies? Mm, I
3: guess maybe. Hey, Sawyer, that I episode know. was actually back when you were having a lot of morning sickness. Uh, <laughs> you were gone sense. for like two weeks, three weeks, yeah. something like that. It's okay, Sawyer. Yeah. It'll be here soon.
1: We've come a long way since then. Yeah. You know? look at that belly. Those are like our our dark times <laughs> when we had regularly two people on each podcast. Now yeah. we have four and five. five. Yeah. We're
2: growing. Like three. saw like Sawyer's belly. Uh, wh- what? Hmm? Did you say like my you know, like, spelling? Like your belly? Oh, <laughs> like even then, what? Your like, spelling I is duck. growing.
3: You know, like three weeks in a row
1: with five people. I think so. Yeah. Because we had Killer on last week and then the week
2: before
0: it was
3: Fredo, right? Fredo, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
0: before that,
2: I think no. nobody. Mm-hmm. Just four. So. Anyway, Ellie's. Yeah, good beer.
0: Yeah. So uh, I I definitely pick up a lot more malts in this one. Actually, yeah.
1: me too. I,
2: I got more out of the Hebrew.
1: Is there a sermon on the side of this
2: one? More of a no. There isn't. Mm-hmm. They're just talking about their dog. Ruff. Dearly beloved, dog church. I, this one's I, pretty dang dark, I or maybe murky. I don't. Is there dark. chocolate in this one? Chocolate I, lab
0: says uh, since yeah, they, chocolate and
2: brown sugar. Okay, okay, I maybe mean, that's yeah. probably what it is. The then some vanilla and nuts. I don't get any vanilla. I, I don't either. A yeah, little yeah. bit of the the nutty toasty. It's more carbonated. Yeah, it is. Yeah. bigger bubbles. I get a mm-hmm. slight bit of chocolate too. Oh, you know what? I do. The aftertaste. Late, late in the finish, oh. there's a lot of, like, nut. Yeah.
0: Oh, I pick up the vanilla and the aftertaste. <coughs> That's good. Hmm.
1: What's the ABV on this one? This one is... is it higher than the others?
0: Uh, it says it's lab tested, I guess, by their chocolate <laughs> lab. <laughs> so hmm.
2: It's a 5.5. Slightly higher. Not a noticeable difference, though, I think. 0.3% higher.
3: It's a little more bitter to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I get that. I just like the
3: aftertaste. Out of the three, this is my least favorite.
2: This is
0: actually, I think this is my favorite because of the vanilla aftertaste I'm getting. I get a lot of it. It's mm.
4: good.
2: I like the, um, the Maasai the best, too, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to agree with that one. This, Did, I mean, this one's good. I, I like the fact that there's yeah, it's a little good. bit more carbonation in this one, but the flavor profile is just a little off. I, I like it. Did they <laughs> say they put vanilla in it? yeah,
0: okay. yeah. It Says uh, I mean, there's not really any sin.
1: in the taste that's always something that's so tricky to work with because you know it's either perfect or it's overdone
0: yeah it says chocolate and brown sugar maltiness with hints of vanilla I don't know if that means they put it in it or just you pick up or
2: just that well, that's what you get right mm. no, I don't get hint the hints anywhere
0: In the aftertaste I get it a lot in the aftertaste no
2: I just get the nuts
4: hmm.
0: I bet you do
2: yeah <laughs> You beat me too, anyway. roasted nuts, <laughs> man. Okay, what is right. this like? Pick on Sawyer it's always It's pick always on pick on Sawyer. sawyer. <laughs> um, now I don't. I, I get a little bit of the brown sugar, but it's not like sweet brown sugar. So I don't know. Um, I still don't get much of the vanilla, though. No, I, no,
0: I don't get it while I'm drinking it. See, the aftertaste is where I get
2: the okay. vanilla. I guess the aftertaste is. I get more of the roasty, toasty, nutty thing. Going
0: on, it does taste roasty, but I, I get vanilla.
2: That's uh, yeah. I, I still don't get the vanilla, but you know what? The the aftertaste is quite pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not it's not real dry either. No, Mm-mm.
1: the Messiah had more rich flavors. Yes, than I any of the other two. Yeah, so this one would fall in between those, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I I, don't, I like the flavors in this one better. Uh, they, they taste a little more firm. Than, than the others did. They, they taste firmer. Did you say firm? They taste firm? firm. Yeah, yeah. Like I got a, a, a firm, a little more strong flavor of more them. Presence. Oh, not strong, just firm. Yeah, like, just, like, like if never mind. More well, presence. it's like you my, get kind
2: of firm when you're pregnant. Is that Sawyer's? It. My my calf <laughs> muscles are firm, but my arm muscles aren't.
3: Which one? You <laughs> did say muscles.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love how you laugh at your own <laughs> jokes.
2: <laughs> yep. There you go. So, uh, that <laughs> you I dead? would I would agree with Travis. I would go uh, Messiah, then Ellie's, then the Moostral. Yeah, I agree. So, I'm wondering why the Moostral is the classic example. It, it seems kind of safe to me. That's probably why. Compared That's to these probably.
3: others. That's Cause, probably why. Because your classic example, shouldn't that be more centered around more the uh, untrained palate anyway?
2: No, not necessarily. No, yeah. It's it's how that fits into the guidelines, and I mm-hmm. guess if you want to say the moose roll is more balanced, because yeah. uh, the other two get more more malty toasty. I don't get really any hop over
3: hops, right? All right. Hey, I think to someone who doesn't drink on a regular basis, the moose roll has been the easiest to drink.
2: Yeah. Has, has get... anyone
1: gotten any hop characters in any of these three beers no. we've had? And like I, I got
2: a little bit of bitterness in the moose roll, but that was it. Yeah i got I got some the
0: citrus hop hoppiness in the drool. Okay. Uh but these other two three two hmm two, these other two I haven't gotten as much,
1: yeah, I was expecting at least some of them to be more hop forward mm-hmm. to be a hoppy brown, but uh, I mean, honestly, I haven't really picked up much of any yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah, this is uh, although this is my favorite one out of the three so far uh I don't think it's as poundable as the. Excuse me, as the Messiah was.
2: I think you're uh, saying it's your favorite because it's got a cute puppy dog on it. Later.
0: That too. She she <laughs> kind of looks like my old pit bull. That what? was. It's a know, lab. I, I know it's a lab, but my, it had had the same color.
2: <laughs> Those are two completely different dogs. Not really? It, yeah. It yeah. They are. yeah. A lab and a
0: Pitbull? Pit, no, okay. In this picture,
2: It <laughs> that does, still looks like a lab. Looks like
0: a lab. It, it does look like a lab. Oh my god! I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> saying My pit bull had the same color. And almost the same length of ears and everything. Yeah, and my pit bull passed away. Thanks.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the, uh, that's not why it's my favorite beer. I, I actually, uh, I like the vanilla aftertaste. I like the the presence of the chocolate, and it's it's got a good flavor. It's like I said, it's not as poundable as the Messiah was.
2: Um,
1: as poundable? Did you say as or as? Okay, as We did not check the
2: explicit box.
1: So if it was something else, then we'll have to but cut that. But he could pound this one better than most. As, as
0: I, no, I couldn't pound this one as much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's still a good beer. I like it, and uh, I'd give it probably a 6 for poundability. Cool. Mm-hmm.
2: I would give it a 6,
1: two. I would have to say. 6.2? Oh, it's a little better.
3: <laughs> I would probably, I give six six well. I'd probably
2: give it a 6 as well. i two. I'll probably give it a 6 as well.
3: Uh, probably about a six point five.
2: Yeah, so we're all fairly consistent with Yeah. 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 Notice how that they're lower poundability ratings than the pumpkin beers for the most part. I was pretty much around six for those two. Oh, I but I think that was seven. when you
3: we kind of redefined the definition of poundable today as well. So
2: <laughs> depends how we each individually thought of it as well. You know, yeah, but your opinion is slightly changed because they created that when I wasn't here. One week, not because what? I was. Pre- Y'all came up with a pal- poundability rating on a cast I when thought I was We wasn't did it on the Fest Beer episode. You I were- wasn't here for Fest Beer.
3: What? Yes. He was having warning signals. But uh, what
2: about the? How festive are these beers? Quote. I'm pretty sure that, that was the, the Martin beer episode. episode. No, I think that was the Martin mm-hmm. episode that I said that. Because <clears> <throat> we were we are we were tying in Fest beers to that <laughs> episode, kind of as right. far as history and style guidelines. Welcome to Pound Styles. My name is Travis.
1: <laughs> we've spent more time talking about pounding things this episode than we've been talking about beer. Yeah. True. We've been talking about the beer, the
2: poundability rating's part of it. But you know what? Poundability
1: has been the key topic. I, what? Oh, dang. I have a hole in this
0: shirt. I just made it bigger. Well, that's probably
3: good because now moving forward, you know, there's not really much confusion about what y'all consider poundability rating. So that's
0: true.
2: Oops. It has been yeah. defined because
3: y'all you have kind of made it more of a, a staple in the podcast as well. With whenever you're defining a beer, is the poundability rate. Mm.
2: But we've also so. spent a lot of time talking about you know the
3: malt character of these beers and
2: how we're not getting a whole lot of we're not getting a whole lot of hop character. There's one on that side too. <laughs> Thanks Sawyer. We,
0: Sawyer was raising his arm.
2: <laughs> and we were did pulling. you have a question, Sawyer? No, I don't have a question. I was going to make a statement. <laughs> Sure. Or are, well, sure. first of all, I, actually, I do have a question. Are we are we done with Ellie's? Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then I have the next beer. All right. Moving right into it. All right. So our next beer is the Real Ale, Brewhouse. House. That's what it's called. Brewhouse yeah. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was about to say yes. Real Ale is a Brew House. No, that's what <laughs> it's called. The Real Ale Brew House, and it's a brown ah, ale with gotcha. twelve fluid ounces. <laughs> we should have got the
1: BJ's Nutty Brunette. Yes. Yeah,
2: I was I going go to ask. Uh... BJ's I like to get the nutty
4: brunette <laughs> the nutty brunette I guess yeah, that's man. better than the other way around yeah <laughs> hey, it's a good beer
2: though yeah it really is and do they sell that in bottles no no so. you can only get BJ's
1: BJ's Betty. does not Twin Peaks does now oh really which they have a nutty what? brunette yes wow. Twin Peaks has a brewing company that's cool okay. Shocking. interesting yeah they got two of them
2: well like I said this is the real ill brew house brown and uh, it's a 5.4 ABV and 30 IBUs and a three and a half star
1: rating on untapped. This is one of their year round beers. Um, one of the early ones that they that they started making. They have a... Uh, I, I think the bottles look a lot cleaner now. They did uh, like a whole logo change a year
2: or two ago. Look pretty well. I have something else to add. It says best before November 4th, 2015. <laughs> Uh, November well, 4th. We're close. a little Just while ago.
1: Remember, remember, oh. the 4th of November. <laughs> yes. this beer should have been drank. <laughs> but we did not pick it up in time to get it, and so we have nothing to thank.
2: Except Sawyer for bringing us old beer. And that's not my fault. Sire. <laughs> We've already discovered whose fault that is. Total Wine. See? Did we, I get the bottom? Uh, uh bottom yes, yes, you did. Yeah, it's yeah. really murky. Plus a little bit
1: of mine. Yeah. We featured real out before, haven't we? Yes, yes many yeah. times. Fireman's number four. Well, actually, you
0: know what? Mine, mine's a little murky too. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, goes as well. Yeah, mine's a little murky okay. as well. <clears> okay, <throat> and I'm, I got I poured myself first, so hmm. yeah, it's, it's as dark as Ellie's because that one was pretty dark too, wasn't? Um, the the moostrol and the um, the Hebrew weren't as dark. This is my favorite one. I Already? get some toasty notes in the aroma. Yeah, the the aroma is great. You get the nuttiness, mm-hmm. but then you drink it, and it's got a very, uh, in my opinion, it's
3: got a pretty rich flavor profile.
2: Mm. Carbonation levels a bit higher too. This <laughs> I, actually I, reminds me more of the English Brown. I, I disagree with carbonation.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I think the carbonation was about the same as the Elise. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm I'm uh, saying higher is in more than like the Moostrol our base. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I will agree with that. <laughs> our base.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that is very malty and toasty. Yeah, that's good. Almost. Almost burnt. Yeah,
0: I, I get sort of a burnt.
2: Yeah, the aftertaste. Yeah, the finish is almost burnt.
0: The aroma, though, it's 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 got a it nice smells aroma. Smells fantastic. Yeah, yeah. really uh, uh, malty, and I, mm-hmm. I can't tell if it's the the nutty smell or uh, the
3: chocolate that I'm picking up, but it's good.
2: The more the aftertaste kind of sits on my tongue, the more burnt it gets.
3: I think this is a beer that I would drink a lot this particular one if I was trying to get into IPAs.
2: Oh, really? The yeah, bitterness is... Yeah, the bitterness is low. low. It's, it's, well, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's as low as the others. It's kind of there. I really don't get any bitterness. Maybe me either.
1: This was a beer that I had very early on in my beer drinking career, and I remember not liking it at all because I had never had anything like it before, and so I didn't know what to expect. my My early on rating was extremely bitter and dry, Almost painful to drink. Really, I did not care for this much at all. See, I didn't know what I was talking about. But
2: I do get a little bit of bitterness, though.
1: I don't say ex- I wouldn't say extremely bitter. No, and definitely not painful to drink. No,
2: but.
3: I don't. I don't think that opinions unvalid, honestly, because that's how you felt when you first started drinking it. So those opinions are a lot of the opinions that I have as well. Um, it's not painful to drink by any means, no. But you know, it isn't something that. I would just give a person who doesn't know anything about beer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely not something that I would give a newcomer. I, I need to go
1: back uh, in time eight years and smack myself.
2: I just unlocked the <laughs> Brunettes Have More Fun badge on Untapped.
3: Sorry, I, I think that a, a lot of it is you know dealing with um, the untrained palate versus the trained palate. So a lot of the opinions when you have early on whenever you're talking about and trying to describe, trying to vocalize what you're smelling and tasting, um, you know it does become more advanced as you start to drink more and do it on a more regular basis. So the opinions that you had back when you didn't really Hmm. do it on a regular basis are probably what a lot of other people feel and think.
1: Yeah, that probably had to do something with the bitterness or the the toastiness of this beer. Um, Today, I I would not... I don't share that opinion, at all. I mean, I, I think this is uh, right in line with where the other ones are, but it is a little more roasty than uh, Do you the you other get examples. The, the had.
2: Burnt at all?
0: Yeah, I, I get the toasty taste. Uh, I would not uh, say burnt. Uh, yeah.
3: I, I kind of tastes like, like pizza charcoal.
0: crust. It tastes like pizza crust to me. The the aftertaste. Okay.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, get a lot more of the burnt, Yeah.
2: I'm 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 not saying Compared it's like the other charcoal or yeah like, no or like I, shiner black that that's got more that's of got a some burnt charcoal-y stuff, charcoaly yeah. stuff going on. But it's <clears throat> it's kind of like there's toasted and then there's over toasted. Mm-hmm. Like you know if you put your toast <coughs> in the toaster oven <laughs> and there's a difference between a good toast and then burnt like that right in the middle there
3: I like where it's burnt. overly toasted, I like going from like a two to a five on the toaster. Yeah,
2: I usually put mine on eight. <laughs> I'm serious. I'd I like the fire alarm to go
0: off.
1: Oh <laughs> so, what's your toastability rating for this one? <laughs>
0: no, this one's this pretty toasty.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't pound this one, I don't think.
0: I, I don't think I'm stuck on six for this
2: one for poundability. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, Eddie. Yeah. Six.
1: I'm going to go below five. Mm-hmm. Really? I think for the first time in a while.
2: Wow. Yeah. No, it really hadn't been a while because pepper beer
1: yeah that was yeah. what two
3: two weeks ago yeah
2: yeah i, I was gonna say about five probably
3: i would say probably about six six and a half hmm. six point three
2: so a little yeah. bit lower but i don't know it's maybe because the overly toastedness of it yeah just it,
1: it's a roasty finish and then it lingers
3: yeah. it lingers a lot. Yeah. the finish i think the carbonation has to do with it a little for me
0: hmm.
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah cool so uh anything else on this one Mm-hmm. I don't think I, so I think we're good Okay no. Do we so, want to go into the The double it's brown? It's yellow Oh I forgot that we have The oh, double it's brown not, It's not yellow It's brown oh, It's brown Oops
3: <laughs> I this, all
2: day. <laughs> this one? <laughs> 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 or the Hebrew Hebrew is probably my, my top Yeah So far You know I want to brew One of these I haven't, I haven't done a brown I have I've done a brown As a matter of fact I just did a second one hmm. I would like to brew. A beer. I'll
1: share my homebrew recipe later on.
2: You bring it with you? Yeah.
1: Awesome. It's on my phone. Was she pretty? Oh, I didn't bring the beer with me, but I brought the recipe.
2: Oh, okay. There was a swing top in the fridge.
1: Yes. I did I, not. That's bring what I brought. It. Oh. Wait, what?
2: For what? Huh? I'm confused. For this? I thought you said you didn't bring it.
1: All will be explained in good time.
2: Okay. So you want to go to the double brown next? Uh, yeah, sure. Ooh, All right.
1: Double fisted.
3: What? You double fisted your brown?
2: Edward. <laughs> Edward 40 Hands. So the double brown that we have is from Clown Shoes (laughs) And it is the Brown Angel Hops It has a very interesting uh, label
1: First time we featured a Clown Shoes beer
2: Yes it is She's got a badonkadonk (laughs) Yes she has some junk in the trunk Hops Hops is all I smell Yeah this Uh, one I do get hops too This one is definitely on the hoppier side
1: I got a murky appearance.
2: Yeah, you do. I did upend it because <laughs> I, I thought it might be murky because I have a feeling this might be dry hopped. So oh I did upend it before I poured it. Mm. Travis, can you play my drop, please? I like this paper. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't even tried it yet. Yeah, me I haven't either. So I, I want to read what's on the label. Uh, it is a 6.9%. So higher than everything else. Okay. It
1: smells like it. <laughs> yeah. You can smell the heat.
2: So it says, Brown Angel comes at you on three levels. At the heart of the ale is layer upon layer of pure, delicious malt. Columbus and Amarillo hops add an intense hop presence, while a final layer of East Kent Goldings delivers a delicate floral finish. This is not your old school brown, but rather a sexy American interpretation. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go.
3: I don't know what pour I got, but I'm retaining a ton of head.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of retaining a little bit too. It's part
1: of your glass too. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I get. I mean, I, I let mine sit for a little while, but once I agitate just a little bit, the head comes back. So. Oh, now that that is really full
3: body Glossware. What type I like of that. Uh, glass are you actually supposed to drink a brown out of? Uh,
1: traditionally, it's drank out of a paper sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. I like that. Yeah. Um,
2: it definitely has a higher bitterness. Mm-hmm. In the, I mean you can you can smell the hops in the aroma you can taste it i mean the, the toastiness kind of comes in in the finish for me
0: yeah yeah the, the aftertaste isn't hoppy at all to me uh it's got a good full body and it's the yeah. the carbonation is really
2: and the and the, the malt balance fit. is perfect i mean in my opinion as well see american brown they talk about hops this is kind of where i see it going Yeah. not so much the other ones yeah but i you know I don't know. This is really, really great beer. Now, Sir Carr doesn't like IPAs, so I'm interested to hear his opinion. <laughs> yeah, um,
3: this one's easier to drink than an IPA for me. Um, so, like I was saying, I would tra- transitioning into IPAs. This is a brownest. Well, this particular style brown is what I would definitely drink a lot more of uh, to kind of attune my taste buds. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what is because, it that you taste? Um, I I taste the hops. Primarily, that's a very dominant presence with me.
2: Do you get a specific flavor of hop, like spicy, fruity, floral, grapefruit, uh, anything equated to food somehow, or a plant? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) a plant. Like, you know, floral?
3: I get more of a a floral with a, a hint of a spicy note, is what I get.
2: Okay, anybody else? What kind of hops you get?
3: I get
0: a Christmas tree uh, taste
2: to it.
1: Yeah, I'm agreeing with that. I got the yeah. definite, definite Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. um, the the really rich hops.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, the, yeah. the carbonation. The Amarillo. Man.
2: Oh, yeah. The carbon- Amarillo and Columbus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Eddie. The carbonation reminds me of drinking a Coke. Yeah, uh, it's pretty carbonated. Yeah. yeah. The body yeah. on it's pretty, I wouldn't say full. It's medium. But, you know, a medium, medium to medium full That's body. Medium. yeah. But Maybe on good. the higher end of medium. Yeah. yeah, full full body would be like like a meal stout. Do you, stout yeah. or Do you think that the body is due to the hops? Yeah. No, no.
0: I think it's a carbonation.
2: Think it's more carbonation. Well, I think so. no. to me, in this it's one. it's kind of a multitude of things. A malt.
3: To two? me, this one's a lot. Yeah. It's it's more thick. <laughs> nice. The that's the, the first one we drank. Three. The other three we <laughs> drank. This one's more thick to me.
2: Yeah, that's the the medium full body the
3: body. Yeah. yeah.
2: It has nothing to do with the badonkadonk on the label, though. That's I'd good. say she's full-bodied, though. By yes. the way, the
1: actual <laughs> answer to your question, Sikara, it's supposed to be drank out of a dimpled mug. Okay, That's a brown ale traditional. Yeah. I never answered Which it. Which I
2: have one, but whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oops,
1: that's all right. Yeah, and, this, this is definitely what I was looking for whenever I thought American brown. Yeah. A little more just, well, I guess when you have American styles compared to anything, it's usually more, more present, and uh-huh. everything with it is going to be brought out more and this one certainly is, uh, this is a hoppy brown for sure.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So how does it get double then? Because it's a double brown. So how do you make it a double brown? Make it twice as hard. <laughs> I, I mean, do you like use twice as many hops or? Uh, you know? It's
2: really firm.
1: <laughs> that usually is in in reference to either the alcohol strength mm-hmm. or um, because that I don't think, let's see.
2: Well, cool. would you call a 6.9% a double?
1: Six point nine percent. What's the ABV range? Be too too high for the American Brown because the ABV okay. range was four point three to six point two.
4: Well, Not just, just barely.
3: barely. But was that for double or for single brown? <laughs>
2: well, that's for the regular brown. Yeah, this, this would be is for a double. Right?
3: Yeah. So is it a different? I mean, it's the same category, but it's a different beer, right? I mean, well,
1: if, I, if you were to enter this, it would either be under the Brown IPA style yeah. or American Strong Ale, which. It, uh, it's kind of low for that being six point yeah. nine, so I would I would aim more towards the brown IP or
2: the ambers. The American amber usually have a little bit more of a uh, hop profile too, mm-hmm. so it might do well under the American amber.
1: Yeah, because there's not an actual BJCP style that's a imperial brown or double brown
2: or hoppy brown or yeah you know, whatever. But so. I, I think you know the BJCP talked about uh, balance. <clears throat> This one's a little bit more on the hoppy side than balanced. So, I don't think it would fit in the actual brown category. I agree. Um, It is a good beer, though.
0: It is good. It's very good. I like it. I I wouldn't pound it, but it's good.
2: No. No, I would not. I would give this one a four, probably, from the Yeah,
0: so four is good to me. Uh,
2: Yeah. I I mean, I like this beer a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a good beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a great beer. Um, I would definitely order this. 6.9 is kind of dangerous. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you drink a lot of them, yeah. Wait. It doesn't... No, I'm just saying... What I meant by dangerous is it doesn't taste like a seven.
0: No. Okay. Like, the
2: Imperial Texan that we had earlier is a seven-something. Yeah. That one has a lot more alcohol punch yes. than this one, which yes. is why I'm saying it's dangerous. Yeah, Because you could drink a lot of it and not really know that you're drinking a, a higher alcohol beer. Anyway, Travis, you want to tell us about your homebrew? Yes. Well,
1: I have brewed an American Brown in the past, but that was about a year ago, and so I obviously don't still have it around, so I can talk about the recipe, but the homebrew that I'd like to share with you all right now is actually the (laughs) pumpkin beer that we brewed live on the air about uh, four episodes ago.
0: I thought that aroma was very (laughs) similar.
2: Uh, as, as soon as I smelled it, I knew what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. I, I was like,
0: I've smelled this before. Wait. Yeah, I
2: smell the spices. Now you kegged this? Yes. How so long I, ago? I
1: bottled from the keg. It's been on tap for about a week. I'm excited for this. Actually, I've been looking. I've really what been did, looking
2: forward to this. What pressure did you?
1: Why are you worried about carbonation? Yeah, I don't carbon. Or I don't um pull from. I don't. I don't bottle from the keg very well. Oh.
4: <laughs>
2: So I just, I didn't,
1: I was just curious. I yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's perfect at home. Yeah. But then whenever I do your little technique. it
2: what, turn it down to like one or two?
1: Yeah. I mean, it still
2: has. Yeah. It's got a little bit. I just, well, yours also look, look at yours looks different than mine.
4: Well, huh? yeah. Mine looks that
2: way too. Uh, see. I did. I did agitate it. I just.
0: This definitely <laughs> tastes like a pumpkin beer. Like
2: you've like got, it. you got head. I don't have any. I don't know if <coughs> somehow my pour got, is different than yours. I, I have no idea.
0: It's not yeah. as spicy, actually. It, it, this is good.
2: Yeah, it's a nice balance. I like yeah. this. Yeah. I like this beer. Yeah. This is good.
4: It actually it reminds, reminds towards
0: the bottom, so... Maybe, maybe it has a little <coughs> bit to do with it. It reminds maybe me kinda. of the uh, the American original that we drank.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Is this un- untapped? Yeah, it's not like a punch-in-the-face yeah. allspice. spice. No, no, no. Which some of those others were. And I, I like the more subdued. This is good. W-
0: yeah. What's this beer called?
1: Um, I think I listed it as BCS style or BCS number nine because this is the, the eighth or ninth that I've done from like, his book.
2: Like with a pound symbol?
1: No. So just search for BCS Cavalier and it'll come up. Okay.
4: But, uh, so you didn't name it?
1: No. All the beers that I brew from Jamil's book, I just keep the same label, BCS whatever.
2: Autumn Seasonal 30B.
1: Yeah. But uh, I will go ahead and talk about the American Brown that I brewed, and uh, I named it FTB Brown. I remember that one. Yeah. I will not tell you what the letters stand for because we did not check the explicit box.
2: But <laughs> I think they can get it from context clues. The,
1: uh, the fermentables I used would be 8.25 pounds of two-row, 16 ounces of special roast. So that's a pound. A pound of caramel crystal 60, 14 ounces of victory, and four ounces of chocolate and then just a standard mash. Uh and then the hops I used, 260 minute additions, cascade half an ounce and Nougat, a quarter ounce at 60. Nougat? And then fuggles was 15 minutes and 2 minutes, 25 and half a pound or half an ounce <laughs> respectively. <Huh. laughs> yep. And then uh just a very clean clean fermenting yeast, uh, American ale. Turned out pretty good. It was uh if I remember, it wasn't quite as hoppy as the uh, as the double brown, but I think it was more hoppy than the other ones. And uh, I had it on tap, drank it up. It's good. About 5.5%. I'd do it again. So how, that's the... Uh, how
2: long ago did you brew that one?
1: That would have been April of 2014. So it's been over a year. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so that that's the recipe for my brown ale. Um, go ahead and tell me what you think about my pumpkin ale.
2: Yeah, I like it. It's, you know, the spices, it's a, it's a very nice balance of the spices and the pumpkin.
1: Can you taste pumpkin?
4: It, I it's spices. hard.
2: It's hard to, but if I had to guess where it was, yes.
1: See, and that's interesting because this, this beer we know for a fact was
2: brewed with pumpkin. Yep. Right. And, and it's kind of hard to detect. You, you kind of have to pretend that the pumpkin is there to pick it up. I would be interested to do an all-pumpkin beer like we talked about in the history of that episode. Mm. I think you'll just get watery alcohol. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Which, that would be kind I'll of interesting. Drink. I would drink that.
0: This is good. Um, uh, the aroma, it, I really get uh, just like a watered-down all-spice aroma. It's, it still smells like it. It's just not really potent. It's like it, punchy. Mm. Right. Like mm-hmm. it usually is. And then the taste is... Uh, it's spices, really. Yeah. Definitely not pumpkin. Oh
3: you know, yeah, you get it tastes like uh, the pumpkin, pumpkin
2: pie. pie. Yeah, that's really good. So let's cheers. Is good. Awesome. Cheers.
3: Yeah, I Thank totally you. agree. Like this would actually be one of my go tos.
4: Really, I mm-hmm. really like this one. I mm-hmm. um, say a lot.
3: I really like this beer. Now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think everybody's been pretty spot on, you know, uh, dealing with the spices. You know, it's a really good blend of spices. Um, as I drink it, like the first thing that pops into my head is pumpkin pie. Maybe actually a little bit of sweet potato pie because I'm more used to sweet potato pie versus pumpkin pie. Okay. With me being an American Brown. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I really I really like this one, actually. Uh, it would be definitely on my list of go-tos you know um especially during more of the holiday seasons and stuff like that you know if i'm having thanksgiving i would love to have a glass with this yeah you know a glass of this whenever i'm eating like thanksgiving dinner and stuff like that you know i I really like it a lot
4: thank you cool
1: yeah that's That's great beer man yeah i think it turned out well it's uh it's going to be hard to drink five gallons of it because you, you know, have one or two glasses of it and then it's it's hard to go back to it. Yeah. So luckily I have something else. I've got a two tap system. What, what do you got? All, uh, what else you got? The other one is a Kentucky Common, which uh, we cannot do an episode on that because there are not any available except for mine. So I'll go ahead and I'll bring a, I'll bring a bottle of it next week and we can talk about it.
2: Oh, no, I have an idea. We could just drink a whole keg of that and have an episode on a whole keg. <laughs> Maybe we'll drink that during... <laughs> now,
0: now I taste my keg. Okay,
2: I'm ready for this one. Maybe we'll drink that one while we record our uh, outtake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My Oktoberfest ale will be ready by then.
3: I think it's something that's big is um, that you've kind of hinted on, uh, but for more of a novice is something like transitioning into different styles and i think this is a perfect example to transition into more of a pumpkin style beer or even more of like a uh i guess more of a spicy style Mm -hmm. beer even at that because you know it's easy drinking i think the palatability rating is probably a six or seven probably closer to seven
1: you know that's a good point but i don't really think about you know, transitioning anymore because I've been drinking every beer I can find for so long, uh, so long as I can remember. But um, that is that is an interesting point that th- uh, we need to start thinking about that too. That there are many beers that would be good for people that are just starting out in craft beer and want to transition into something else. So something like this, a, a pumpkin ale, would be uh, would be a good place to start because you're going to get a lot of flavors that are known to you because of pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie. And that's a good way to move on to the next thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, cause definitely something that I've experienced on this, this show is that, uh, you know, there are some of the, um, the BJC examples that are a little more in your face, you yeah. know, but they hit the style guidelines right. and they're really sticking by the style guidelines. But to, you know, uh, untrained palate, what I keep saying, you know, um, that's not something that the public is actually into. Mm-hmm. The public is actually into what the um, the more uh, big business, you know, breweries do versus right. what the craft, which is a lot of the smaller things, right? But the more most most uh, most trained palates don't drink big breweries; they drink craft beer because well, they it's, it's, they respect that, you know. And I think that's something that, uh, but that's from you drinking beer for years and years and years and and slowly, you know, becoming attuned to those different flavors, um, being able to vocalize so on and so forth, really loving beer, but to the everyday person, you know, you just walk out to Walmart and give this beer to a person. I think they would love it. Um, or most people would love it, you know, versus maybe the, um, a couple of the other ones where there's a lot more pine or a lot more uh so on and so forth the hops and stuff like that you know they may shy away from it a little bit more i could definitely see a bigger market because i think a lot of people who enjoy like pies and stuff like that would really love this beer
2: cool yeah well and it the more craft breweries that pop up the more people start trying out different craft beers so the quote-unquote everyday person is changing. You know a lot more often now than in the past. You will find people that really like certain craft beers versus oh, I all I drink is Bud Light. Yeah. You know, and and it's changing. I'm not I'm not discounting what you're saying. I, I think you make a, a really valid point, but it is changing. And I think with the the vast uh, selection that's out there now, even the the. Person that you would say have has a untrained palate will find something that they enjoy drinking on the craft beer side. Um, they just may need some some guidance to find that based on what kind of flavors they like. I know people that um, they aren't big craft beer people, but you give them an IPA and they really like the flavor. Some of those things are acquired tastes. You know, like we mentioned before, you're not a huge <laughs> hop head. And so, you know, everybody's got a different palate. Some people like IPAs right off the bat. Other people have to kind of ease their way into them. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like beer in general. I know the first time I had a beer, I was like,
3: oh, this is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good point, you know. Um,
2: And it was a Coors Light. (laughs) Mine was too.
0: (laughs) I'm serious.
3: That's a very good point because, you know, um, I'm not a huge fan of IPAs. I'm not a huge fan of Stelts. You know, there are a few Stelts that I do like. And those stouts that I do like, you know, maybe those are ones that I need to start drinking a little bit more, becoming a lot more familiar with and so on and so forth. And maybe then I'll start to like those styles a little bit more, so on and so forth. Um, But I I do believe pretty firmly in, like, there being transitioning points and stuff like that. But that's just me personally. I mean, Hmm. I think that's how you become a little more attuned to it as well. But
2: I just like to try stuff. Yeah, me too. Whenever I go somewhere, you know, I look at their beer menu, and if it's something I haven't had, eh, give me one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did at
0: Torchies the other day. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had that one. Give me that one. She's like, are you sure it tastes like... i my like, no, just give it
1: to me. No Corona? No. Oh, okay. Well, real quick, I know we're running very short on time. Uh, we're passing around the Sir Williams Brown yeah. Ale that we tried during the English Brown episode because it is a—it's an American brewed English style brown, award-winning, um, and mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's gotten uh, lots of accolades. But wanted to just kind of compare the two real quick before we uh, wrap up this episode.
2: Well, it is brown or more amber,
1: really. Um, tiny bubbles. <laughs> Kind of
2: a little bit of head retention, not a whole lot.
1: I'm going to say that the aroma and flavor are both very different from.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. extremely mm-hmm. toasty. Mm-hmm. Like bread bread toast. But you don't really get a whole lot of the toastiness. It's biscuity. It, there's there's more in in the biscuit flavor. in the English version than there is in the American version. American <laughs> version, you get more toast and nuts. Mm-hmm. I think in the English version, you get a lot more
3: biscuit earthy tones.
2: But that doesn't explain yeah, the Sam say, Smith.
3: I was really about to say that mm. it I do think a little more dirty when I drink this one.
2: Yeah. Um it's Eddie, so have earthy. you had biscuits yet? I Without have, gravy? Not without gravy, and no. still haven't had a biscuit. Not, Look, not you, Without gravy. You, oh you need goodness. you need to go to Cracker Barrel. Get a I biscuit. Like cracker, barrel. cracker Barrel. But I eat just gravy. Just go to Walmart, get some biscuits.
4: <laughs> <But English laughs> just get some are biscuits, so different. man. This is from England
3: from America, so. Well, it, I believe yeah. that's pie hole. <laughs> oh, his but his is a biscuit? A biscuit.
2: He's never had a biscuit,
3: well, not by itself. Of I've had kind. biscuits. Just never
2: yeah, had a. Just biscuit. go to Cracker Barrel, and they have complimentary biscuits. Yeah, rolls. No, so they have. Biscuits. They have. They have cornbread and biscuits. Yeah, it's okay. cornbread I'm thinking of a different three. place. The home of the throat roll. What is that place called? Is there a cornbread beer? The what? The home of the throat oh. roll. Have you ever heard of that? Uh. Uh-uh. There's this restaurant up north where they just they literally throw oh, you yeah, rolls yeah. from across the restaurant. Oh no! Uh, they walk out, and say roll, and you just they, they throw it to you. That's oh dang! That's like their stick. That's cool. It is pretty cool. That's I
1: want on the way to Branson, Missouri. Yeah, I wonder. Do you if remember what it's called? No, my parents went back. there. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty
2: cool. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> you just see a waiter going by, and then it's pow! Like a basket it's it's just like, right roll. You just face. stick your hand up in there, and he throws you a roll. I don't if you room. threw it. Anyways, we
1: need our bell. Ding 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 ding. This can be talked oh about some God. other time. Back yes. to the podcast because we're like two hours now. No, we're not. People don't want to hear us talking about throwing and not rolling. at two hours. Yeah, we're probably at three hours now because no, we're not you, at three you took hours. time to say we're at two hours. No.
3: I feel but, like we're probably closer to four hours.
2: Yes. Thank you. Oh I agree. This beer's not even in our style. We've already talked about it. Now. All right.
3: We're, we're, we're done skis.
2: <laughs> well, then let's,
1: let's wrap up with some brew skis. Uh, we, we do just want to send a quick reminder. Please, please, please jump on iTunes and hit that subscribe button. Yep. And uh, you can keep this golden goodness coming back at you. Leave every us week. some
2: reviews and comments. Be sure to check out our site so we can bring you the information you need. I
0: would love to hear what you yeah. have to say about my ascent,
2: <laughs> it, it would
0: be very funny.
2: Oh, yeah, and don't forget to uh, suggest a name for Sawyer's Baby. <sighs> yes, please. I'd love to see that. <laughs> we'll yeah. post
0: the results on Facebook and yeah. Twitter. Yeah,
2: there you go.
1: And uh, I I need to apologize. This episode was not very punny at all. Actually, no, was it? I'm sorry. Mm. I let you brown. There was like. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the American Brown Ale. Double your pleasure, double your fun when you join us next week for the Belgian Dubbel Style Twenty Six B. Cheers till then. Beer.